Hello everyone, welcome to today's podcast at Refined Gem. Always delightful to have you listening in. We pray that you will continually be blessed by the sharing of God's word on this platform. We will in the coming episodes as God leads be studying about doors, gates and keys as symbolically used in the scriptures. Today, we begin with a topic, clean up and shut the door. Recently, my sister went to visit our parents. She had had a busy week and had planned to have a restful and quiet time at home. Before settling down, she realized that there were a few items she needed to buy and set out to the shopping center, which is quite some distance from our home. Unknown to her, after locking the main door, she forgot to check on the back kitchen door before leaving. Dad was in the garden, so she had no reason to double check on anything anyway. She was gone for an hour. When she got back, and to her surprise, on stepping into the compound, there was Vic peeping at her, but from inside the house. Vic is our dog. She's big, with a furry long coat, and a personality larger than herself. My sister shouted at her in disbelief, as usually. Vic stays in her dog house during the day. What was she doing inside the house? To her dismay, when she got into the house after fighting Vic who had wrestled her down out of happiness of seeing my sister, Vic had messed up the whole house. Being a tall big dog, she had reached out the half tray of uncooked eggs on the kitchen counter and had eaten eight of them together with the shell. Being a mixed breed of a golden retriever and a German shepherd, it's in her nature to pick things hide them for her to retrieve them later. Vic had taken avocados from the pantry to hide them in different places in the house. One was found in the bathroom and others elsewhere. My sister had to warn my mom later on to look out for avocados in their closet as Vic's muddy footsteps were in almost every room. The kitchen bin was upside down and Mom's cat had fled for his dear life to the neighbors. Vic caused so much havoc, my sister was in disbelief. She literally had been having a party while my sister was gone. Instead of the rest and quietness that my sister so desired, she had to clean up after Vic who literally stole from her her intended peaceful, quiet afternoon. The funny part was, Vic thought it was all a game when she was being kicked out of the house by my sister. What doors have you left open unknowingly and have had a mess made by what you let in? And which ones do you need to shut? Our ears are a gate. Words spoken by people that care about us, be it relatives, friends or even acquaintances or workmates from a place of good intention but not aligned with what God says about us can make a mess once they access our gates. We read in the book of Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 that death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Who have you allowed to speak into your life or what might you have spoken to yourself? Are such words speaking life or death into the God-given purposes for you, 
God-given dreams, desires or aspirations? Peter was a close disciple of Jesus, but at some point, Jesus had to rebuke him. Jesus had begun sharing with his disciples how he would suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised on the third day. God had already purposed that his son would go through such sufferings, but we see Peter pull Jesus aside and tell him in the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 21 to 23, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen. But Jesus rebuked him and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. Peter may have meant well for his master, but that was not aligned to what God had said about Jesus. We need to be quick to discern such words and disagree quietly or silence such tongues in prayer. Not everyone has a right to speak into your life. Our mind is also a gate. What we then allow ourselves to meditate on can also be likened to us opening doors. What we feed our minds with, what we watch or listen to influences our lives. Slowly, we can find ourselves being influenced by certain patterns and if these are not based on the truth of the word of God, they will lead us into an unfamiliar path and away from what God says, making a mess in our lives. This might be views on life, it could be watching patterns people adopt to get ahead in life, be it in business, career, views on marriage, handling money, patterns of beauty, whatever it is. Unknowingly, we might also find ourselves being influenced by experiences of those around us and how their lives have played out. Just because people around us have had certain experiences doesn't mean that that now becomes the norm for us to accept. Let's be encouraged to check what God says about a matter and trust God as a father to have the best for us. I recently had a chat with a respectable elderly man who proudly mentioned how he's more than happy to have his daughters come back home with babies and even encourage them to have more. He said that his daughters are happier without the fathers of their children and he would help take care of them, being a rich man. That was extremely sad to hear and I had to wiggle out, out of that conversation as fast as I could. Are you and I able to make a distinction between worldviews and God's views on matters of life? In the book of Romans chapter 12 verse 2, we are admonished not to be conformed to this world but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds that we may prove what is good an acceptable and perfect will of God. It means every so often being able to press on the reset button and look at life against the word of God, like getting into a detox program. It helps to do a cleanup of sorts of our system and gets rid of the mess of what you took in unknowingly. Holy Spirit will often nudge us whenever we are conforming or are inclined to conform. May we be sensitive enough to such nudging. The enemy turns falsehoods to be truths. Unless you know the truth from the word of God, you will not be able to identify or discard the falsehoods. We are also told to do our best 
to present ourselves to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who currently handles the word of truth. How can we know when we have opened doors for what we shouldn't have allowed in? Firstly, search the scriptures for yourself. There are seasons we might be feeding and gleaning from sermons from various preachers and teachers. God leads us to search most times, but we ought to also make time to study the word of God for ourselves, to be able to test what we hear. The word of God is a mirror for us. The more time we spend in the word, the more we're able to see things that need fixing in our lives or get a confirmation of the things that are right. You see, when we look in the mirror long enough, we may be able to see a tear on our blouse or that your tie is positioned at a wrong angle or doesn't match your shirt or that your pants or skirt need to be replaced with the next size. The more time we spend in scriptures, the more we will realize attitudes we've picked up, worldviews that we have conformed to and ultimately we will we'll be able to see what we let in without knowing and now need to clean up and shut the door. Secondly, pray for the gift of discernment. Even as you and I seek from various sources as we are in an era of loads of information, Satan is the father of all lies. He will misrepresent something and unless you know the original, you can't tell a fake. Holy Spirit, helps us to tell what is not of God in any matter. Search the scriptures to test that which you've heard or read. The Berean church in the book of Acts chapter 17 verse 11 would search the scriptures for themselves. I imagine they would have sessions to dissect anything they were taught that zero chance of being deceived or following false doctrines. Certain value systems or doctrines are not anchored on the word of God. Thus, regardless of who speaks it, if it's false, it still doesn't change the word of God. If a certain book or preacher doesn't sit in well with you, that might be the Holy Spirit nudging you to check what you've heard against the word of God. We might have unknowingly let in a vic, our dog, through the gates of our ears, our eyes, or mind, who then made a mess. We, however, are able to clean up and discard such before shutting the door when we know what the Word of God says. We are then able to disagree and silence any voice that should not be speaking into our lives, including unsolicited, well-intended words. Have a reflective week ahead and be blessed.